0: Right, what's happening? Welcome back to the CG podcast. So, again, first of all, just thank you for all the support in the recent podcast. I do appreciate it. And I do have another guest on today. So, if you'd just like to introduce yourself, mate, and what you do.
1: Um, what's happening, guys? My name's Robert Dixon. I am an online coach. Um, my business name is like RD Lift. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much me. I just kick about on Instagram, making content and coaching clients. That's basically all I do. <laughs>
0: that's all we do as online coaches man <laughs> <A bit. laughs> so first of all you've got a few questions for yourself obviously just to explain a bit more about why you got started with online coaching so how did, how did that kind of kick off for you well
1: for myself I, I, I've always been training right I was I started training when I was like 14 right and it was it was kind of you know kind of just to essentially just feel better about myself obviously I think everyone kind of gets into training at first for that experience and I started out and it was basically, you know, I knew that I couldn't just go in and just do whatever whatever I wanted. So essentially I took to YouTube and I was like, right, how can I learn as much about what it is I want to do? Right. So I just studied and studied and studied. And it was like, at the time, it was like, you know, 2013. So it was like bro splits. It was like, you know, chest Monday back on Tuesday and like legs and shoulders or something. (laughs) And it was that for literally like the first six months. Um, but, I just continued to learn and obviously improve my knowledge that way. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of knew that I wanted to maybe pursue that as a career. At first, I wanted to be in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I done TV and media production in college, but when that kind of fell through, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy the industry that much. I just knew that, right, okay, well, fitness is like my kind of setting passion. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to pursue a career in that, and obviously, here I am now. So, yeah.
0: Right, I think that's how everybody kind of gets started in like, it's like, so you hear the same stories like before getting started in the fitness world there's always because you want to make that change as you say they, like whether that be to feel so, better I, feel, I better. feel like it is so cliche but that answer is just like
1: oh
0: yeah I always kind of knew what I wanted to do and then it was uh, just like yep <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, a, no it genuinely is it's the same with like me I went to like found a passion for training because I went to just start off to just to look better feel better and then when you make that change yourself you can see right I, if I can do it then Sure, I can help other folk do it as well. It's just that kind of mindset that you get into, eh? And it's just, if you've got a passion for it, go for it. I think that's obviously what you are saying. So, f- talking about coaching, um, what is your kind of goals in the fitness industry? Um, you see,
1: I don't really know. <laughs> like, I know I want to continue what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy with where I am, but obviously it doesn't mean that I want to just stay at this position that I'm at. You know, I want to mm-hmm. continue just, building obviously my own brand and just expanding where I can essentially and you know I, I, I can't give like I, I, I'm not really one for like five year plans Aye. but I don't, really plan, I don't really plan that far in advance I mm-hmm. just focus on where I'm at just now and what I can improve on tomorrow that kind I of thing. I know I get you but, that's,
0: no, I'm the same like you always just want to like improve like day on day like week on week that's what you're kind of focusing on but for like do you what well, obviously stick to the coaching side of things as well do you want to go into like more like youtube videos possibly like kind of like more kind of content-based stuff or is it just kind of so like building the coaching business or obviously both
1: uh, well i I've, i was on youtube like a year ago and it was it was purely just because like i said i was i was i was in the film industry for a wee bit and i don't like it but yeah. it was the youtube was more or less just a way to kind of fulfill that kind of like creative process that i really really enjoyed like the editing the shooting all of that i really 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 enjoyed it mm-hmm. and then obviously I, I wasn't as busy last year because i pretty much only just stuffed out i was still like a one-to-one PT mm-hmm. and pure gym and I, I really wasn't that busy at all and i was like right well what can i do just to keep myself occupied and then obviously you know youtube care about and it was literally i've still not even got a camera it was literally just all on my on my phone all right. so what i did was basically I just basically bought a new phone right and i was like okay the camera's decent on this it's an iphone 11 mm-hmm. um oh sorry what one is this it's got the two cameras <laughs> i've totally forgot I think
2: it's,
1: 11 it's, 11. A, a, it's an iphone 11 but anyway we we contract for a phone and that was me i started shooting my, my youtube videos but um i kept i kept up youtube until gyms actually opened which was in september and mm-hmm. it was more or less just i think Cause I enjoyed it but, but since then I've been way more busy with my with my coaching obviously and it's just been something that I don't want to force right because I was I was quite consistent with YouTube but I, I don't want to force them if I don't want to make them mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so whenever I feel like yeah okay I'll maybe get back into it maybe once I've got like a, a better camera or maybe once I've got um you know just more more content ideas and just more time to sink into it and that's when I'll probably pick that back up but as for right now I can't see me making videos anytime soon. I just want to kind of, you know, do what I'm doing because obviously uh, I've still got, like, a lot of content ideas for Instagram and stuff, but just mm-hmm. for YouTube, there's not really mm-hmm. much to at all at the moment.
0: I uh, know. I was kind of saying when because I was doing, like, uploading well, at least every once, every couple of weeks on YouTube, but I got to the point where, like, I was just forcing it and I was just getting raging at myself because I was like, this is just shite. Like, the stuff I was, like, it was just, because it was so forced, I was like, I need to do this huge, I need to do this now, and it just makes your content, like, you can't think, like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this now. When you've got a good idea, make it quality rather than just posting stuff for the sake. I know it sounds cliche, again, like, quality over quantity, but it is, it is so true.
1: And it's, like, you, you get to that point where you're just kind of, like, even, I find even with Instagram sometimes, like, you're just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. in terms of, like, creativity, but, um, but, aye, it's just important to, for, for myself, at least, just not to, like, rush things or just do them for the sake of them and do them because I actually have an idea and I've thought about it and I actually
0: want to do it, that kind of thing. No, because I, I was end up just going down the route of, like, the same stuff every week, like how to drop weight and stuff. It was it was generally just the same information in videos, but I was, I don't know, doing, eating a different dinner that night, and that was the difference in the videos. It was just getting so <laughs> boring. But you need to think about, it, especially when you're trying to make content, you think, would I watch that myself? And if yeah, the answer- no, just- definitely know, then I'd probably just stop until you've got a decent idea.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: <laughs> so going into kind of more the bodybuilding side of things, are you looking to compete in the future? I am.
1: I am looking to compete, um, but it's just a case of when, you know, I've, I've, I've got a coach myself. And it's funny, I was actually talking to him the other day because I had this idea and I was like, do I compete this year um, or do I or do I?" stick to it to that commitment that I made in myself obviously I, I, I kind of I said to myself I wanted to spend at least two years you know trying to really really um, pack on size and just get as, as big as I could in that, in that two year time frame but I had this I had this thought of competing this year and it was purely it was purely down to that whole kind of social media engagement side of it because that is like a kind of huge part of well at least I feel like why people compete in the first place it's to uh, sure. their own social media it's to you know get bigger in that sense hmm. um but I was, I was talking to my coach and he was like ah, well if it's, if it's size and if it's to be competitive and it's, if, if it's to do really really well in it i would definitely continue trying to grow for like at least another year hmm. and then um, i couldn't agree more with him obviously you know you know that is fine you know if you want to compete and if you want to you know just do it for, for that kind of social media um, brand growth aspect of it i suppose that's completely fine but if you're wanting to actually do well then i think the time spent in that you know really really long game phase is, is definitely needed so uh, that's 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 the plan it's it's at least another year of growth for myself um and then probably look to compete in you know 2022 20, probably
0: good no, i think you're right because i think you've either got to do it, a lot of people do do it for that kind of sense which is obviously it helps the brand massively you can see how much people have grown after like a competition like and it helps obviously the coaching business as well obviously but if yeah, you yeah. focus as as well as actually just what whatever win competitions then you're if you yeah, do yourself that extra year you can get, the, can get the best of both in that sense
1: yeah, exactly. exactly and like for myself like it sounds bad but you know it's so obvious when somebody isn't ready to compete and they do step mm-hmm. on stage and it's just like I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever want to be in that position where it's like, right. I've literally put myself through, you know, what could potentially be hell for, uh-huh. her, like how long it is, just mm. not to even place or not to even do well. Like for myself, like I know it's a very subjective sport and whatnot, but that would just crush me. I wouldn't really see a point in doing it after that. If I uh-huh. like, you know, do you know what I mean? So I would. I would really, really want to make sure that I would do well. Do you know what I mean?
0: So that's, that's so, a good mindset to have, though. Like, if you want to go into, you want to go into place, you want to go into one, and I think that's a good. That, a good way to have a bit.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. I mean, you know, and that's not to say that you, you can't compete if you've not got that mindset. You know, some people just mm-hmm. generally want to do it for the goal, for the challenge or pushing themselves for, you know, saying they've done it, that kind of thing, which is completely good. But for, for, for me, it's just not the mindset that I've got towards it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, w- I would really, really want to, um, I would really, really want to focus on, like, winning. I know.
0: <laughs> that's, that's- they get to bit look at it. like I think if folk what I kind of put them through, put themselves through that and kind of still get something at the end that there's always the options like photo shoots, etc., rather than obviously like my shows. So I think your mindset going at it, what I want is the right mindset to go yeah. with, like bodybuilding. In my opinion, you know, obviously you can do it for the kind of social media thing, but if you want to win and gear yourself that extra year, gear yourself that yeah, bit. No, of no. 100%. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so hundred percent. Uh huh, exactly. again, talking about the kind of bodybuilding side of things, you made the decision to go enhanced. As well, when when did that come about, and how did it kind of come about for you?
1: Well, obviously, I've I've had this kind of I've had this idea that I've always wanted to compete, and I've had that idea for maybe like two years, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, right, to me personally, natural bodybuilding is just not a kind of look that I would particularly inspire to look like. You know, mm-hmm. again, this is no disrespect to any that it does compete naturally, but I feel like there's a very, very, very different look between mm. somebody who um, is natural, died for a really long time, gets on stage, compared to somebody who, you know, is a complete opposite. Of that. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So um, it's just a look. It's just it's just a look that I prefer, and it's just um, it's just what I would I would much rather look like on stage at that point.
0: Hundred percent. So how have you found Evan so far, training wise, physique wise, how you're growing, etc.
1: Honestly, it's it's hard to judge because I've only ever done. You know, I've only ever done a first kind of cycle. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, And and before that, obviously, I was in lockdown for, you know, since March until August, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just kind of felt as if I was rebuilding kind of what I built, what I lost, sorry. Uh Um, But in terms of how I feel mentally and stuff like that, it's it's not really, it's not really affected, you know, anything like that at all. Um, You know, if if I was to nitpick, I would say my sleep does feel a bit funny nowadays. Mm-hmm. um i would say that if i'm in like a kind of you know a, like a, a peak blast essentially i feel like my sleep does get a wee bit affected like i feel like i can't sleep for as long but mm-hmm. i don't I, I don't know whether that is the case or i don't know whether i'm just kind of making that up or like imagining it so honestly is really really hard to say apart from like the physical um changes obviously that's very very apparent you know your recovery is you know rapid Mm-hmm. um you're, you're getting way stronger than you would naturally every week mm-hmm. you know naturally you're progressing and stuff you're you're trying to be the logbook but you're maybe only getting like maybe five kilos every like two weeks or like a mm-hmm. rep every week whereas on the other hand if you're enhanced you're literally you're, you're putting on like five kilos per side every mm-hmm. session do you yeah, know i mean okay. so it's like the, the, the progression really really is mad and mm-hmm. that's pretty much the only kind of thing that I noticed in terms of, like, how I felt. I just felt like an absolute, you know, machine. Ah, no. In terms of the whole mental side of it, not really not really noticed anything of, anything like that at all.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's more just the kind of training-wise you've kind of felt the male, the most difference?
1: Uh-huh, exactly, exactly.
0: Spot on, mate. So when, when was it you made the decision? How long ago was it?
1: Um, So it was literally the day before gyms opened in Scotland. So hold on, let me get my wee calendar, hold on. I don't just... It was September the 30th, that was the first time that I ever pinned, so I
2: mm-hmm.
1: so just over how many months? So literally, literally, it's only been four months.
0: Mm-hmm. I see, you just, obviously, you've got so much time to kind of see... Oh,
1: that, that's, a, that's, that's a mistake, that's a mistake. It was August the 31st, it wasn't September, it was August. August. So it was August
0: Sorry. I know you're not right <laughs> but um, no. Nah, so main differences is just kind of more training wise rather than how you're feeling mentally or kind of any aspects with that yeah yeah
1: yeah 100% um, if you, I don't know it's like it's hard to tell exactly how you feel because honestly I just felt the exact same the only difference mm. was obviously the training do you know what um, I mean so I, I don't want to say that I don't want to give off this impression either that you know if you take it you'll be fine because that right. probably isn't the case you, mm. you will notice different Person and stuff like that, but for me personally, the only thing that I noticed was my sleep and just how I felt in the gym.
0: I right, that's what I was going to say because it's not one of my goals personally. But if I was in that position, I'm really like a hypochondriac. If I've got something wrong, me, I'm like, oh no. So if I done something, I'd be like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And I think so, you're kind of the opposite of that. Or, no, honestly,
1: honestly, no. Like I, I feel like I'm kind of the same in that aspect where. Mm-hmm um you know if something doesn't go right or something is off like one day i'll be like <gasps> uh, because of that. Uh, <laughs> but honestly but I'm I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at like talking myself out of those situations where uh, i feel right. like that um because i'm i'm literally the worst for you know being in my own head and like <laughs> thinking something and then it, it, it turns out not to be that big a deal anyway Do you well, know i'm mean? exactly <laughs> the same
0: because like you can compare it to like the coronavirus situation like if Someone told me that I'd been in contact with ages ago. They had coronavirus. And I was like, at. Ah. They told me like, at night, and I was like, I've got it. Like okay, I know I've got. It. I feel. I feel awful <laughs> now. And like actually, I I was, I was telling myself like, I feel ill now. Like just because they, after they told me I was fine before, but now I feel ill. And it's like oh, that's, um, that's the kind of same situation that I'd be in if I if I was the route I went in. I just could tell that I'd be like every day. I'd be like something to feel right. It's due to that. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's that's that is literally me. Like you can always kinda of trick yourself into feeling a certain way just by thinking something. You, you can, but I mean? like it's mental. So I
0: think that's why I was gonna kind of talk about like the kind of mental aspect of things, but that's cool. But so again, sorry, sorry,
1: continue. I I was I was I was just about
0: to I can't I was, I was
1: um but I to, to what you're saying, like just to clarify, I don't want to be like, Yeah, you can take this and nothing will happen, you'll feel fine. That's totally not the case. That's just mm. literally my own you know personal experience.
0: Nah, of course. So that's why I wanted to say as well. Like, this is all your choice. You've got specific, like procedures for yourself, not anybody else. So who is it? Does it your coach that kind of goes over that with you, or do you have a kind of separate coach, or is it more like your own knowledge? Um, sorry, go over what? Like in terms of sorry, um, like, yeah, like steroids. Do you have like a specific coach for that, or is it your actual coach that goes not, over? If, or do you if, go through it yourself.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm coached by Josh Bridgman. He's, he's really well known in our um, in our scene, um, and yeah, he does you know my training, he does my diet, and obviously he does my protocol with me as well in terms of um, steroids. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm, I'm really really well looked after. You know, the guy really really does know his stuff, and you know, he was like he was honestly he was like one of the first you know he was like he was like one of the first people that kind of inspired me even to get into coaching to begin with because um, as I said I was, I, was in, I was in the film industry and I wasn't really liking it and I used to watch his videos and I was like he pretty much he pretty much kick-started like this whole coaching thing for me so to have mm-hmm. actually him in my
0: corner you know right. trust him pretty much more than anything so 100% for me as well he was like one of the people that I first seen in the career because he's like obviously quite big on Instagram YouTube etc he was one of the first people I've seen in the fitness industry him and a few other people, and you can, that, again, it motivated me to get into coaching, get into, like, just take that kind of extra step in the kind of fitness industry. So, uh, I, it'd be great to have him in your corner, obviously, controlling everything, taking um, everything in their control, yeah. yeah? definitely, definitely. I mean, I think, I think that is the one thing that I want to take away from that section there about, you know,
1: obviously, steroids, because it is no joke, you know, people do fuck themselves up, people do, Sorry, can I swear? I oh, know you can I'm, swear, but I'm, it. I, mention, I'm really, know. really bad for that. No,
0: you can
1: Perfect, <laughs> aye, sorry. Uh, but yeah, people can really, really, really mess themselves up and it's, it's no joke when you're talking about stuff like that. So my biggest, biggest piece of advice for pretty much anyone looking to go down that route would be hire somebody who knows what they're talking about, like properly, properly knows what they're talking about, not somebody that's just got like a few, you know, a few client results and, 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 and maybe done a steroid cycle themselves. Because mm-hmm. even those people, they still... Honestly, don't know what they're talking about. So just make sure that you've properly invested in somebody who has spent time and money into their own education of these compounds and how they react in your body. Because again, it's, it's no joke, and you could be setting yourself up for some for some serious damage if you do it, you know, um, under the wrong circumstances.
0: Yeah, 100. That's what I want to say again. Like we are not promoting this at all. It's just if that's obviously you're going down, then that's specific to you, not to anyone else. So just to say that before. Uh, I think we're promoting it, we definitely <laughs> but definitely okay. no. Uh, so, as far as lockdown for yourself, as it's been obviously we've been through for knows how many now, but i we're on the yeah. other How is first of all your like training been during lockdown, like throughout the full time and the kind of business side of things as well? So, training for myself started off,
1: you know. Last March, I literally had like two red bands and like two dumbbells, and I think they went up to, I think they went up to eight kilos each. So mm-hmm. sixteen kilos of load <laughs> and two red bands, and I had that set up from literally March until when was it? June. So mm-hmm. I was tuning with that set up, and then I got myself a wee a wee power rack. I got myself a, a barbell and some plates. In fact, no, that's a lie. I had the barbell and plates. I didn't have a rack so mm-hmm. my training consisted of basically like one compound movement mm-hmm. for like each muscle group just because to be honest I got really really lazy with training with that first lockdown like don't get me wrong I was still training but in terms of the programming you know tracking my sessions mm-hmm. it just wasn't there at all I would literally just you know do whatever um so I had like one big compound movement for each like muscle group in terms of you know my sessions Mm -hmm. um and then the rest was just followed by like kind of you know more metabolic pump style workouts for Mm -hmm. you know every other exercise essentially but Mm -hmm. um and that in itself i feel like that was a big contributing factor to how i felt training during that time i feel like just having that um having that kind of attitude towards training where i wasn't tracking anything my sessions were just kind of you know whatever i think that really really did contribute to how i felt Mm -hmm. um Compared to now, obviously I've got a decent setup. I'm actually following a program. I'm making sure, you know, I'm making sure that I'm progressing everything. I'm making sure that I'm still training hard. I'm following a team, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that contributes massively to how I feel now while training compared mm-hmm. to how I did, you know, the, the first lockdown. Not to mention, obviously, I've got you know way more equipment now. So I've got okay. uh, I've got a barbell. I've got plates. I've got you know a cable system as well that attaches to my to my rack and stuff, so I'm able to manipulate that and and, and do you know a really really big variety of kind of exercises and stuff. So I don't know if you I don't know if you see my my stories and stuff, but I'm doing like lateral uh, raises and and uh, belt squats and stuff. Being able to do all that stuff you know in the house is is, is unreal and it's, it's therefore kept my motivation in terms of training you know super super high this time around.
0: Uh, I think that was a lot of folks struggling, including, like, as you said yourself, and like, mine at the start of lockdown. Like, you're just kind of like, you were training, but it wasn't like, you want to follow on a routine, you want to try to progress. It. it was just, I've got this amount of equipment, I'm going to try to do as much as I can with it. But um, the motivation was low, because at the start as well, I just had like the resistance band set up. And then I think the first lockdown was all right, because it was kind of new, if you know what I mean. like It was obviously still, wasn't good training, but it was kind of, but then see when it went into like the kind of setting lockdown again. And then I was just like, right, surely we're not going through this again. I've got to go through all this homework. It's go, go, go to go back to the gym for a bit. And then we got hit again with, we got to train for home. I think that obviously knocked quite a lot of people, but stuff we've both been talking about, I've seen you talk about in your story as well, like now that we just have no idea when the gyms could possibly open. It could be a month, two months, three months, we just don't know. So it's all just about trying to get into that routine with it and you can still make, obviously, plenty of progress from home.
1: Definitely. Um, I feel like, you know, touching upon what you just said, it's like we don't know when the next lockdown is or we don't know when it's going to end. Like, for me personally, I've just I've just gone totally, like, numb to, to these uh, lockdowns now. Like, when that third one was announced, I was just like, cool. <laughs> it, uh, does, it, honestly, it doesn't even faze me anymore. Um, compared to obviously, um, compared to the first one, where literally every day I got myself in quite a pickle, to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: with the first one, so you know, mentally, like I was, I was checking the, um, I was checking, I was, I was checking those broadcasts with Nicholas Sturgeon literally every day, just uh-huh. praying that uh-huh. you would mention uh-huh. and stuff. I, I did really get myself into quite a pickle with it, and um, every day was just like you know, for, literally for me, every day was just another day closer to gyms opening.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know. Should I have got myself into that position, looking back, probably not. I should have just focused on, you know, progressing and, and training with what I could. But mm-hmm. I, like, I, th- I think it is important just to kind of, obviously, it's easier said than done. But I think it is important just to, to stop having that attitude of just waiting for gyms to open and just really, really try your best to work with what you've got. Because, you know, speaking from experience, obviously, that was a horrible, <laughs> a horrible uh-huh. mindset that I got myself in. Um. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just really, really grateful to have obviously everything that I've got, you know, in, in, in my house just now, because honestly, without that equipment, I, I don't know, you know, what I would be doing right now. Do you know what I mean? So,
0: <laughs> nah, it's harm's it is to Tom said, right, like, if, especially if you've been going from like, to obviously, being quite strong, what you can lift, to then being stuck yeah. with the two, two, resistance bands, it's going to be a struggle. But um, I've seen your setup now, pretty jealous of like the kind of cable system you've got going on in that, but. Sure, we get some soon, but um, I myself, I got a few new bits of equipment recently, just to keep myself going. Because I think if I'd kept with the same equipment I had previous lockdowns, I just probably would have been like, right, I'll just train once or twice if I can, yeah. because no, it, I mean, was... oh, no, sorry, I
1: cut
0: you, I cut you off. Nah, so it's just like because uh, my motivation, like, just if people think like, oh, you're not online coach, you're a personal trainer whatever, they think that like, you you'll be you'll be fine training like the full time, but we're in the exact same body thinking right i haven't got the motivation to train either you know what i mean
1: yeah 100 i mean for myself personally mo- like motivation has never really been a factor like even mm. though even though like i said i didn't have the best equipment i wasn't enjoying training i still trained you know when i had to i still took my rest days when i had to i still trained all throughout mm-hmm. that time um and, you know, like I said, I didn't enjoy the sessions but I still got it done just purely because of the years that I had
2: mm-hmm.
1: training behind me, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, you know, and I couldn't I couldn't think what it'd be like just to not train, just to have that mm-hmm. like escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, however however much I disliked it at the time, you know, I still done it just for that, you know, that discipline action of, you know, doing something. No, I'm so not it was either with- that or literally Aye, sorry, because it was either that or literally doing nothing. <laughs> and
0: that oh, exactly. else at that time wasn't an option. I was not the same boat, like, because if you... It just goes back to the point of kind of like, discipline over motivation. Like, if you know you've got to get it done, it's going to help what you want to do, then it's just be getting it done. Because, be honest with you, who's really motivated to do, go into their living room, or whether it is with resistance bands and do a workout? Not a lot of people are going to be that motivated to go do that. Especially if they've been in the gyms and keep getting... Go, it was the I think the whole fact, the hardest bit about the no, lockdown was getting to go back to the gym for, the, I don't even know how long it was, but a few weeks and then back into lockdown again.
1: And, and and just to touch on what you said about motivation, like the motivation argument for me, I've never ever ever got it. Obviously, you know, we're, we're coaches, we've had clients say, oh, we're just not motivated or blah, 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 that kind of thing. and. I've always compared it to this, right? Imagine if you turned up to your work one day, right? And you were just like, that to your boss. I'm, I'm motivated. I'm just going to go home. He's like, what are you talking about? I
2: mean, just get it it done. And
1: and I suppose that's, that's a pure, I suppose that's like, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. But I do get, obviously, some people just, you know, they they, they lack the equipment, they do lack that internal drive just to do something. But at the end of the day, it isn't about,
0: it isn't about you know wanting to do things; it's just about mm. doing it for that outcome that you've got. So, aye, hundred percent, mate. So going, on, I kind of couple of questions I got for some people that obviously possibly for you, follow me on Instagram. It was most someone obviously due, kind of about home workouts, kind of how we get the most out of them. Someone was asking about they've just got resistance bands and what the can kind of best like kind of training techniques they could use during lockdown. I've spoken to this a bit. Before, so if you want to just take it away and what kind of what you'd suggest, if they've just got resistance bands, they can train kind of, they say, like three to five times a week. What would you kind of the best advice you'd give them?
1: So, resistance bands only set up um, three times per week. Now, that's obviously a really, really difficult one because you really, really are scraping Mm -hmm. the the bottom of the barrel, I suppose, in terms of programming. Um, But one thing that I really, really like to do is. Um, BFR training, right? BFR training for one. I know that's technically not what they've got, but you know, I would always recommend somebody get at least as much as they can. And you know, mm-hmm. BFR bands, you know, they're literally talking like ten pounds. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you can get yourself a set of BFR bands, you'd be absolutely sorted because you can do, you know, you can go, you can do like a closing training for your legs and and obviously your arms as well. Um, but in terms of just the band setup, I'm a big fan of like ISO holds and uh, isometric holds for a, a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You know work that to failure and then obviously go into some kind of like almost like a mechanical drop set almost where you're you're putting your muscles in like weaker positions and then stronger positions that kind of thing mm. um, but that, that really really is a, t- a tough one because you know at, at, at this point now if somebody only has bands can you ask them like what have you been doing? <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> why, you, or why have you only got bands at this point we've been in this oh fuck <laughs> apologies something, something just felt I like there um, but if somebody literally only has bands it's like, you know, what can you do that's going to be most enjoyable for yourself right now? Mm-hmm. You know, if that if that means not training altogether, like I I had a client I had a client over um, the second lockdown who who basically said that basically just told me straight up like I hate training at home and I mm-hmm. I I really really don't like it at all. And I was like, fine, let's like, just not train. There's no reason why we don't need to train. Just focus mm-hmm. on your diet, focus on things that we can do, step out, get good sleep, reduce stress, all that kind of thing. So you know it, it really really does just come down to what the person wants to do, and if they can even be our training,
2: no. because
1: obviously as a fitness professional, it doesn't really sound that good me saying yeah just don't train. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But at, at the same time, you know it's not as, it's not as black and white as everyone needs to train. Do you know what I mean like you can take time off, you can literally just chill, you can focus on your diet, you can go hikes, you can go walks, you can go, do all this kind of thing. You don't need necessarily be trying to build muscle. Muscle, so which is bands. If that's you know, I would I would argue that if somebody was trying to build muscle and that was the only thing they had, you know, it's it's like would that really happen with somebody who wants to build muscle only have bands? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's 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 weird. You know, obviously that's it's not a very helpful answer, but you know, again, it just comes down to basically doing what the person likes and doing what they can be asked to do. Essentially, Ah,
0: exactly. I mean, so.
1: But in terms of what I like to do with band setup, again, you know, intensity techniques like you know cluster sets, rest pauses, um, ISO holes, all of these things are really, really good tools to use for that really minimal equipment type setup. So, um, but I that's, that's that's basically my, my take on that.
0: No, hundred percent. Like, because I thought there's no point you putting yourself through these sessions, no putting, because a lot of people just won't put as much effort if they can't be bothered, they're not gonna put effort in these sessions you may as well just as you said no train. There's, there's a lot of things to think about during lockdown so maybe your training isn't one of the things you need to be thinking about during lockdown yeah so, exactly. but if you obviously want to do that split and you want to have just have resistance bands you want to still train then looking obviously full body things and adding in as you said like the training techniques rest pauses supersets like things like that um can help massively We change at home and, and
1: Uh uh-huh. And back to and back to obviously what I said previously about mountain Just make sure there's some level of progression there. Just make sure that you're yeah. not kind of going in with you know a, a, a kind of idea of what you're doing. Make sure mm-hmm. you're you know, tracking what you can, whether that be through whether that be through timed sets. So I know it's obviously quite difficult to tr- like progress loads and reps and stuff with just bands. Mm-hmm. But if you can if you can take like a two minute set to two minutes and thirty seconds, that's mm-hmm. still that's still thirty seconds extra. Um. Extra tension, do you know what I mean? So you can still mm. definitely progress time over a a a a set block, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so I just make sure that you are going into your training with some model for progression, and you're not just kind of, you know, getting lost in the 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 minutia of the training, if that makes sense.
0: No, yeah, I get you, mate, hundred percent. So last question here was on reverse dieting. So it was just how to reverse diet if, if somebody's not done it before at all. They went through, obviously, a oh, dieting phase. How would you reverse diet back into going into a gaining phase?
1: Um,
0: so there's, there's,
1: for me, I feel like there's like two ways to do this and it's dependent on the individual. So one of the ways is, you know, you've, you've probably experienced this yourself, but let's say a guy comes to you and they're holding a wee bit too much body fat. And they've not really got that much muscle, right? So what I would, what I would preferably have them doing was start pretty low calories, like have them starting essentially on their like maintenance calories, Mm -hmm. um, and just working their calories up and just getting their metabolism in a good place, right? Because if you take somebody who, if you take somebody who is like you know like sixty kilos soaking wet, right, and they've not got any muscle, Mm -hmm. but they're they're quite pudgy, you know, they've got love handles, you know, they've got the um, you know they're not happy with their physique. They want to lose body fat, that kind of thing. If you just try and get them into a calorie deficit, you know that is not really going to equate well, especially when they're only eating 2,000 calories or even under mm-hmm. to begin with. So my preferred approach always is to build up the metabolism and get them somewhere, just get them in a decent spot. You know whether that be 2,500, 3,000 calories for some people, mm-hmm. it really, really doesn't matter. Just get them into a position where we're holding body weight, but we're we're getting the calories up and we're making sure mm-hmm. that. Um, we're making sure that we're supporting things like obviously training and um, recovery sleep all that good thing but just making sure that um we're getting the metabolism fixed first because i, I absolutely hate hearing these stories of people they hire a trainer they're already eating 1600 calories and then you know somewhere on like 1100 1400 calories for like a meal you know that's just not where we want to be you know it's just not a position you want to be in so it's always kind of it's always kind of tough selling that approach as well to somebody um, you know, when somebody when somebody comes to you and says I want to lose body fat, and you need to tell them you're actually in no position to do that. We mm-hmm. need to build calories, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a tough sell, but obviously it's just about explaining the process and explaining that you know just because you want to lose fat doesn't mean that we won't lose fat going through mm-hmm. this process, because um, that is a very individual response. You know, so I've seen people lose like um, I've seen people lose like ten pounds of fat while building up. You know, mm-hmm. building up the calories mm-hmm. but i've also seen people stay the exact same body weight but look significantly better
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's 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 one of these things where it's really really person dependent and it's just about obviously getting the person on board with the process at, at, at first um the second obviously the second method is if somebody's already been dieting so let's say somebody's already went from you know like few thousand calories to um something really low like you know, 2,000, you know, sub-2,000 calories. From there, it's pretty much all about just adding in, you know, like 100 calories or so every week, right? Now, what's what's also difficult about that is that people that have been dieting and people that have lost a good amount of body fat, they're really, really apprehensive about putting the calories back up because they don't want to revert back to how they were before. Mm. But that, again, this is about explaining to them the process and explaining to them that, if you, do, if you do this in a slow and good old manner, you're, you're only going to feel better, look better, improve your sleep, improve your performance, mm-hmm. all that type of thing. And again, it's just about adding that extra calories and again, just getting yourself back up to a really, really good spot and making sure that you, you're you pretty much holding your condition. Obviously, you know, if, if you've got really, really lean, you'll probably lose a wee bit of that dryness and that kind of skin tight feeling, I suppose. Um, but you will look and you will feel a lot better. Um, and it's just about getting yourself back up to Back up to a decent amount of calories, where you're not starving yourself every day, and you're actually enjoying your lifestyle, and you can adhere to your diet more. Essentially, so um, again, as as a person, dependent process. Like again, you know, I'm, I was I was actually helping out one of my pals um, yesterday with his reverse diet because he was dieting for every while, um, and he's asked me, you know, what to do with his calories, and I just basically told him that exact that exact protocol. Just x mm. hundred calories every week, see how you feel feel better you, you, you'll probably still continue to lose body fat mm-hmm. Um and just keep just keep reversing just keep reversing those calories up until you're at a good spot and then just hold that until however long you want
0: mm-hmm. so i'm sure that was spot on mate so i was putting information for them. i've, I've went for the same situation one of my clients and now like they were when they came to me they were eating like but they were eating so low like i'm meaning like a thousand calories and they just we weren't losing weight or anything. They were staying the same. And I've reversed the calories now slowly by up to about 800, 900. Like, so they're up 800, calories now, and they've lost two pounds, and they're looking and feeling much, much better. They've actually got energy to train. It's just these small protocols by slowly increasing those calories for them and getting them – It might not be focusing on the exact fat loss or whatever they want to do. First, it's getting them in the position where they can actually be in the position to lose – body fat yeah. before so like, oh. they were on like sub a thousand calories some days and it's just it's no healthy so I was I was explaining uh, them to that I'm going to put these calories up but you're not going to put you won't it will slowly build up You've, they've not put any weight they've lost weight but they're eating an extra I don't know almost a thousand calories yeah. now so it's a massive difference exactly exactly and
1: is this is this a female? yeah it is yeah alright oh, brilliant I right. because I was like fucking hell for a male oh I know I <laughs> That, uh, I mean, so that's something. Um, but no, it's, it's important that you said that and all to put yourself into a position where you can actually lose body fat as well. Because um, back to obviously that that first you know that first outcome where it's a guy and they've and, and they've not got the metabolism for a diet and they've mm-hmm. not got the muscle for a diet either. Getting them up to like a position where they're at like two thousand calories, two thousand five hundred calories. Once you get somebody to that stage, you get so much more room to play with when you actually do enter into a deficit. Mm-hmm. So you know going like it's like asking somebody you know what would you rather have would you rather have three grand or would you rather have two grand well obviously the person's going to say (laughs) you'd rather have three grand Mm -hmm. like picture that as your calories for the day you'd rather have 3,000 calories and still lose weight
0: exactly rather
1: than 2,000 calories doing so it's all about again it's a tough sell but when you when you when you really really try and delve deep into it and really explain it to the person who obviously you're working with or you know whoever um it's a much much better process than just
0: going right you're eating 2,000 calories already cool let's just let's just drop food until you're absolutely hating life. for percent <laughs> <100%. laughs> so as you as, as both say like, that it's, it's so important to get to that stage first then that fat loss phase will become so much easier when we actually have to start dropping calories from as much easier going to be dropping from 3,000 than 2,000 you know what I mean as you just yeah. said so spot uh-huh. on mate so I do appreciate you coming on and um, thank you very much.
1: Um, I know it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure mate I appreciate you, appreciate you asking me on I've never ever done anything like this before so hopefully hopefully, I cut my well i' no, you've um, done well mate Aye uh, brilliant man but I know again it's been, it's, been, it's been a classy conversation
0: here mate I've appreciated this um, No problem at all mate brilliant. So your Instagram will be in the description so if anyone wants to check them out the link will be in the description of the podcast as well as mine So I do appreciate everyone listening and I appreciate all the support in the recent podcast. We're almost at a thousand plays altogether, which I do appreciate massively. So thank you. And thank you again, mate, for coming on.